Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. I'm live today with Mike Mull, and I hope I said the last name right. Is that right? Actually, yeah, you did. All right. So we are talking today about marketing. Mike is a marketing genius. I was on his show, very um, fortunate to be a guest there. And we talked about, um, he has a podcast called Market Me. And so Mike, I'll let you give a little bit more about your background, how you got into marketing, and we'll go from there. Awesome, sounds great. Yeah, I don't know if genius is maybe the right, not the right word, but I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the love. Um, yeah, so I've been in the marketing space for the past seven years or so. Um, my first product was an app. It was a grocery shopping app that was gonna change the world. It did not change the world. It actually didn't even survive. But while we were in the early stages of that, trying to afford development, uh, we took on some marketing clients. I completely self-taught, started on YouTube, and then I really learned from doing a lot of free work and free campaigns for people to get them to uh, to trust me and kind of grow that up. Um, and since then, I've yeah, I've spent you know about 2.3 million between Google and Facebook myself. Uh, before I brought on a team to start spending for me. Uh, I've done a lot of organic outreach, cold email, a little bit of everything because we've worked with companies in all different spaces. I think people like my marketing style because it's very lean and it's very scrappy. I don't want to give money to the platforms if I don't have to. Um, so I'm always looking for ways to like, you know, work the system or try and find, you know, unique opportunities, whether it be partnership or organic or outreach or or ads if it needs to be, um, but I'm always looking to get to my goal without spending as much as I, you know, trying to save money. Yes, I love two things about what you just said. Number one, that you're scrappy and you figure things out. And number two, that you've spent millions on marketing so all of us don't have to. And you can learn from those mistakes. I would want to work with somebody who had spent that much <laughs> on yeah. their past. And I always say in my, you know, to my clients, I've spent so much on just getting my entrepreneurship degree, learning mar like marketing courses, all the different th different things, mentors. And, and each time I learned, even from the bad investments, you almost learn more from those because you're like, uh, wow, that is something I don't wanna do. That is something I wanna help people avoid, that kind of thing. So tell us a little bit, cause we have a lot of, I love that you had an app and you've done all these different things. Um, when you say, I do things the, the scrappy way and I try to um, do a little bit of everything. Tell us more if we have coaches and health professionals listening, what are some um, things that they could get started with? Like, let's say they know their niche, they have social media accounts, but now what? So where would you start? Got it. So I think it's important to take a step back around the topic of social media. I think, a lot of people get really fixated on like having a like on their post or growing an audience that follows them on social in particular. 
I think the majority of the way that actual buying decisions happen is that they discover you through a certain means. It may be through social, but it's in more than likely not. But what they do want to see is after they've gone to your website or after they Google your name, they want to see that you know you exist on the internet. Number one, do you look valid? Do you look credible? But the website doesn't really tell that full story, right? The website could have been left years ago with you know who knows what when that content went up. But social is real. Social is active. Social is right now. So I think what's interesting with social is putting out high quality content. So people that do discover you when they go to your social, they can then say, oh, like this guy, he, he knows what he's talking about because you know he, he's obviously putting out content around that topic. So for me, I've, I've never fixated on growth, even with Instagram, uh, maybe like 2,500 on Instagram, maybe 5,000 on LinkedIn. Um, the numbers aren't super high, but they're really qualified people. And, and when you go and see a post of mine, you know, I'm posting four to six video clips a week of me either on the podcast or speaking at an event or whatever. And people can really see and understand the knowledge because you can't hide with video. You can't hide. You can't have someone ghost write your video, right? You either know what you're talking about or you don't. So I, I like voice and video where it's like you addressing questions and addressing problems. I think that's a really strong way to market, but I think, that type of thing posting on social is more so going to give you credibility than leads. So if we then step into the lead area, the easiest way to do it is to siphon attention from other people. And I don't say that in a negative way. And I don't say Wait, that in say a way. Say that again. Say it again. I'm taking notes. Yeah. The easiest way to what? So the easiest way to generate leads. Um, so in order to get leads, you need to have content, you need to make that content for your potential customer, and then you have to make sure that they see it. So without buying ads saying, hey, I wanna go target the specific demographic, how do you get attention on this stuff? I think the best way to do it is to create partnerships and create kind of co, um, you know, create co-content making experiences with other people, not competitors, but people that are, are horizontal to you that complement your business. So, um, you know, I don't do copywriting, I don't do websites, but because I do marketing, I will reach out to copywriters and website people and say, hey, like, let's make some content together. I'll post something of yours on mine, you post something of mine on yours, whether we do a, a podcast exchange or, you know, we just make a piece of creative together. Because inevitably, if it's a complimentary service to you, it's inevitable that some people in that audience will have a need for you, right? You, you strategically, partner with people that some of their audience may want what you have and some of your audience may have what, what they want. And so by doing that exchange, you may exchange a couple of people here and there from a social standpoint, but that awareness could drive leads. So that's yes. a free way to do it where um, you know, you're collaborating on each other's stuff and not in a way, again, it doesn't work if it's with a competitor because it always just feels like really um, overly polished it's like you know i i think about it like this the same way we're talking now like if someone were to ask me for advice hey i got this business i got this idea i have no money what do i how do i market like, i would tell them this exact thing so i think sharing that with you and your audience the intent isn't to like steal your following but you have you may have people in your ecosystem that say hey i might actually need more advice like this and same thing when you came online people in the fitness space, you know, looking for what you do, it's awareness for you and, and you may get an inquiry there. And it doesn't mean you're going to get leads leads, but it creates, it creates a lot more opportunity than just posting organic content. 
Yes, I love that. I think that what you nailed down that everybody needs to take away is that content to is to build the trust and build the credibility. Is it is not the thing that's going to just all of a sudden get you a ton of traffic coaches, and leads. Life coaches, There's and types of posts you can do that maybe go a little more, get more shares and get more, you know, comments and stuff. Their sales but the truth is that was a hard lesson I had to learn because, and I hear so many people in the beginning on this show, pouring their heart into their content have zero traffic though. They, they're pouring their time into this. They're, they're not seeing the return, but they think that if I just start posting lives, if I just start sharing my juice recipes, hello, everybody. I'm here with Valerie today. I don't we are talking see that happening very often. So we're talking about her lifestyle as an entrepreneur, as many of you guys how probably do we go about uh, we'll how many find what do you she does meet? pretty interesting. How do you go about reaching out? And do, we're talking about what you need to know if you're a coach that. and you're wanting Absolutely. to start so I think, doing so things like podcasting, doing things like outsourcing. Started, I know the, the inevitable um, so question. So Valerie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our audience about you. So why would somebody thank you for having me first of all. And yeah, my name is Valerie and I'm podcast manager. And I started this business nine months ago when I left the Netherlands to go on a trip around the world because it was always my dream to live abroad and work online and travel the world. Um, so yeah, that's how it started actually. And I started as social media that uh, I wouldn't manager. be able to provide. And after so I did the course also, and after a couple of months, I thought, an no, one, like, this is not what I want. I'm not happy. I have a hard time that, with getting my so own Instagram account, let's say, and then to do it for someone else. Um, so yeah, but and then I met a girl along the way. Really she was a manager, and I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. And I had no idea that there's something like podcast manager. If you think about it, it's quite normal, but I don't know. On that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, same thing that over over it doesn't exist." <laughs> um, but just tailoring it to how their audience. What does that look like for you? So when you say it. podcast manager, tell when us when you're that, reaching that out. That this is the toughest part. So um, yeah, of most of my clients are, are coaches, and they want to. They have already a podcast, or they want to start a podcast. So if they already have a podcast, then I help them with the editing, writing the show notes, create audiograms, and upload everything. And if they want to start a podcast, I help. CEO, them from whatever, like whatever the idea of starting to like the first um, that's like episode. You're the number one. You're <laughs> so again, yeah. you can include the intro in your outro. So I um, so my thing is help this. you with setting up your hosting Stand platform, out. your Trello you know, work if you find flow it, board so, a, so that you can see argue how far say, we are. Try and do it with um, scale. Yeah, find so that's really bunch, cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so when it comes to having a podcast, I think a lot of the listeners on this show, they're health coaches, they're life coaches, maybe they're mindset coaches, things of that nature or like service providers like online and they want to start a podcast but the thought is overwhelming or they'll think to start a podcast they have to have like multi thousands of dollars of equipment and they have to have video message graphics and all of that and so i started a podcast i think back in 2000 like unless it's i don't know 17 at this point and super text inconsistent and it was totally um, different topics you know, it's not like when you're reaching out, <laughs> but i started it and 
have a lot to be taken um, out of context. And then but, like, it got more it consistent still, and more about, like, clear and more branded and all that as time went on. Over, like, um, but and they took it a I think a lot of people are afraid to start. So what are some of the things you need to be clear on when you're thinking about starting a podcast? for interpretation, number one. I think it's good to have very few people are doing clear goal why you want to start, first of all, because I think that will keep you going so that you know to your new people. Yeah, yeah. Building who up, you like want to start and what's your goal, what's your purpose with it. And I think it's also good that you know group, um, always who you're talking like to a, a video so that you have already like same as with social media that you have your content pillars, that you have topics where you want to talk about. So I always say when I do... it's not really used that much. Uh, but the impact You're is here? amazing. Yep. Oh, fact, yeah. Oh. I <laughs> when I do uh, launches for my clients, like, I always say, I okay, write like 20 topics down where you want to talk about. Let alone, and then, like, um, yeah, then you have like enough content. And that's so a couple things happen. And that don't bring you out in a long way. When the message comes in, it's a little bit stressful that people like, oh, I don't know where to talk about. Or do I need to do a solo interview or a solo episode or an interview? So Actually, yeah, it's so easy to ignore. We all get these nice. So you want to have a balance, maybe video between and voice. You can't. Um, you have to solo episodes, play, interviews, right? and or you want so to clearly decide sure which one message. is more so your show. Amazing. And then yeah. also twenty topics just, to get really ideas about different titles and different people. I think that's more important. If I were right, yeah, to definitely, and also for yeah, like who's your versus twenty uh, target audience? Personalized video, yeah, yeah, I think I would for sure. Sure. I think that that's the most important thing. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah, okay, every, so like, quality over quantity. Going for those video for your, messages, uh, even if it takes you a little audience. time. And, and what about um, of when you say I check because, for example, some people might say, "Well, my show's going to be for women." Audio. So if somebody's goal, but really high ticket, they sell that high ticket coaching, or they and they have Facebook, yeah, 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 definitely. Their idea is to work with a mindset coach. So I'm doing her in some way or editing. So it is quite niche. What is the process? Like, do you say, "Hey, I just want to say hi, love to hear more about you"? Like my coaches or a uh, she did just an episode about different personas, so that was quite interesting. Just like a you know how like, we met at a networking event. I would say like, "What do you do?" Or like, um, you and know, you can how's your week going? Whatever. You can deal with what them. do you suggest? <laughs> so that was really cool. As far as the process um, and when yeah. is it too early? Or, you know, that yeah. Kind and of like you said, I'll be honest. To me, right? You work primarily. It comes pretty naturally, but to a lot of people, that's a little more specific than saying every like every online and they have no idea what to say. Oh my god, I responded with this. What do I do? Kind like of decorate your this training. Right? So tell you us a little more are, about You live that nomad sure. lifestyle, well, I think right? So a lot of people will really re want that or relate like. to that so or, for me, for or example, admire that about you. That so about maybe coaches who presence. want to have more freedom, in want to... Um, be able and, to travel, things like that. I so know that a handful of people um, in that group it's interesting will because I think do the next level, what a like lot of people do when they're thinking about their niche or, or thinking about even starting a podcast or, so my main is they get is afraid like to pick that something kind of specific because they're like, well, but I can help everybody and this topic so like, will really be cool for a lot of people. But the truth is, if you in the sea of podcasts, right, you have to people one-on-one. I work with, you know, yeah, it's the same if you like choose to do social media or every kind of coach. You need to like push down because otherwise you talk to nobody because nobody can relate to what you're doing. And it's the same for podcasting. Ever, 
um, yeah, here's what absolutely. I do. I find something. So that said, what are some of the other like things you need so to, to get, um, like on either maybe equipment wise or, here's what I would do. Things that like when you say show notes, like what are some best practices when it comes to starting a podcast? First of all, what I always say, buy a microphone and you don't need to have like the most expensive microphone because you don't know how to get it on, but you have microphone for like 60 um, us i think and then you get with conversation and that's after that but good I enough and i always say buy a pop-up filter show the filter on your microphone as well and a headset do it now if they don't respond i will but you need to have and your content of course whether you're trying to get in their content and be like hey you know i i scroll through some youtube videos and what are some big no-nos you see coaches or people doing in general when it comes to i think your audience would find it value i'd love to ask your question um, what are some then, like in the Facebook group example mistakes you say, or no nos? Hey, you know, I noticed like, that you I noticed that, that you're putting out some content, common pitfalls that you see other coaches falling into when it comes to their podcast. Love to join it if you're if you're open. To I it. think not being so consistent. They don't respond. That's for follow up in like 10 thing. to 14 days because asks. it's not for um, some of them. It's not their main focus. So they want to stay starting and then like do three episodes because you're quite excited to start and then on one point you're out because it's not Seems your like main thing cool so i think being consistent is like as a thing where people where a lot of coaches or whatever have problems i don't want to say problems but connection yeah problems so i always say like two best recording at least that you always have something to come out when you need to publish an episode blindly reached out to you yeah have some batched content yeah definitely yeah because you don't have always the time or you don't feel like motivated enough to record an episode and you need to if you can't outsource it you need to edit it and but i just find Really you know, it comes to a lot, a lot of things. Um, yeah, well, that's very good advice because, that, like I said, I in the beginning of mine, I did start strong and then kind of fell the off for a little while because it wasn't like my top you. priority. So but you um, I've to started to get down a system. Them to I would say over the last year, year and a half, where now it's every week, every Friday, we have a clear like okay show notes you know anybody else here's what we're doing here's what i would go over and um and then give you a referral without even working with you happen naturally with my facebook lives and all that so it works out but obviously there's always things that we'll be able to do better no i don't really improve the very consistent now yeah i think the most important thing is being consistent if i'm not a good fit for them and i say do you know anybody else and you would so how does somebody make time to do this right like they could get your support or what kind of things can they do to make this more streamlined and more able to fit in their schedule the odds of them taking I would say pick a day, like, um, and then yeah. Record, okay, so like, I agree. Two or three I, episodes, one of the things I always are ready to go. So I would say like pick a, a day. No like one what. of my clients so is you from either the have a new friend, and you have somebody she, um, you can ask for a referral from. Always doing. She's can, going to uh, maybe they check out your studio, podcast or join your Facebook group. And it. twelve months later, so they become one day and then she records like eight, seven, or eight episodes. And then because as you and I both know, okay, done here. You have fun and it's even easier for me because then I can do it whatever I want. I don't need to wait for only X percent is responding uh, yeah, that's quite am easy. i a terrible person <laughs> for me as well 
should I give up? Is it's not working? Yeah, and, and I think is, one of the things it's very that normal out or a theme is to have statistics. If, you, that just, if we everyone's not going to entrepreneurs, so CEOs, my wait suggestion is if until you're only we going feel into like recording, like, I cannot wait to then sell. the podcast to is going to be all over. You're going to fizzle out fast. You're going to hate the process. So I think the key is get yourself in that zone when you're ready to bust them out. But if you go in it with your mindset of I'm going to be friendly, how do you get yourself notes out? You know. I'm going to personally on a, relationship on an entrepreneur and who level, knows, maybe they'll send me some money different clients. It's so much sure every I started single doing day. that in my sometimes LinkedIn. Sometimes you're messages. tired, or sometimes, sometimes you'll feel you like it. Whole <laughs> mission program, um, <laughs> yeah. which I do, do it's true. But more, you know, it's this kind of stuff to feel does like make a difference when you have more touch points like with somebody. And while um, that takes from, more time, yeah, I think it's and it's kind of more. Oh, I got to check my messages having, again. My lifestyle is pretty it's, cool. It is better. I've gotten in Vietnam, and that always keeps me like, still going because if I don't work, then I need to go soon. home, back to my and nine to five. And I love this like, lifestyle. Oh, if I check the message this way, it goes was, better. I'm a little bit tired. So what's kind of your? Can you just give everybody some numbers about? So happy. So that are the things that keeps me going. Standard conversion rate. If you I know this is kind of a yeah. That's a a tricky rush, question, definitely. but let us know. Right, having so things to look forward to and being able to set your schedule and, and be able to work through things other yeah. than doing marketing. Mm -hmm. I actually, so tell me a little bit about, just from the, because I know a lot of coaches listening are going to be like, what, how is she in Vietnam and how is she traveling and doing all these things? What would you think, how did you decide that you wanted to do that and how did you get started in taking the leap and traveling the world and working for yourself? Even yeah, I lived in South America for two years, so, and I was working there like for if you, normal, if your goal in your normal nine to five, and then I went back and group, I was traveling to Africa for a couple of months, and then I saw people working online, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's what I want to do. So I did a lot of courses back home, and then yeah, I quit my job, book a flight, and yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so cool. Um, what were you doing yeah. you before be you to get, took where you quit your job? Um, uh, I did you hospitality and I did um, human research responses. management. I studied human research management, so that was like the main thing. And yes. every time in between, I did hospitality that, <laughs> because it was quite right. easy to get a um, job. So it's like yeah, ten percent. Sure. Ten percent is usually well, the way so that it works. what's on your agenda um, next? Like you know, um, the lower ticket or the easier where, where the do you see yourself usually the higher the rate. Career, if you are traveling. If you're reaching out to a hundred people, um, I want to level uh, up you should be more the sound like engineering part. I bought a really one cool person um, sound now, engineering like, software. Uh, it's isotope. I don't know if like you know it. A lot of work to get one. Yeah, and I want to level up more the sound quality. So I really want to focus on sound. Get ready for a better, give, all give the my time. clients a better quality of, of the sound of their um, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No so that's what I want to focus now. So and um, you do, yeah, like, of course, going so your business is always, <laughs> always good. But stage, for now, I'm, I'm happy how it goes now. <laughs> which takes me about yeah. three and a half Now, hours when it comes to show notes, this is something that I'm getting all the What do you recommend for the best SEO or the best results when it comes to creating 
reached out to this guy Peter. Yeah, the thing is, you need to do like keyword research and then yeah, create your show notes around your. I don't want to say around, but yeah, a little bit around your keywords as well. So like as many keywords, what you have, and I use a website and I have like a red bandana. But I use a website where you can look for for keywords as well. So that's quite easy. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, this yeah. Are you Peter, not allowed to say it? Big, no, it's okay. yeah, big organization. Oh yeah, yeah. Private. Okay. Standard message. T-shirts. Hey, you know, <laughs> okay. Say hi. I know. Yeah. LinkedIn's a yeah. No, there's a lot of websites. Like I know about. Table, uh, you know, I've heard of human here, Buzzsumo so, uh, and Google. Mike, da, 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 there's something Google. Um, so yeah, I think it's really important to saw the headline in my LinkedIn. Like for me, example would be I I use Business Coach for Health Coach a lot in my blogs and things like that because that's what I want to be searchable for. Um, so picking like a phrase or a keyword that so you want to be will searchable anyway, for is really just, important. Just a um, residual impact. So, okay, cool. And then what about like, do you do bullet points? Do you really write out? Do you trans recommend transcribing the show notes? Like, what do you, what do we do for um, the luxury of making I, for figures. my like, clients? I do like the small phrases, not phrases, but parts and like bullet points or what we cover in the episode. 15 18 yeah. hours like a, a summary day, or a summary like, thank you summary and like yeah what you got we lost 80 percent of our revenue overnight cool. and just like, yeah and then what about what for when it comes to having guests and collaborating and promoting your podcast what are some ways you recommend for getting it out so it takes a lot i would say like you have a lot of facebook groups where you can find uh guests for your show but also like I reach out to people on Instagram. That's what I'm doing for another so client as well. And Instagram is really cool and really I'm easy to use because you're already on, you are like, already on yeah, Instagram. So yeah, you can find take action, clients there and but go on the show so and it will also grow your show. And somebody who's very successful has been able to scale their business, has been able to grow team. You do have phases and seasons where you got to sprint. And when you say um, 250 um, videos a promote week. When I think that's out. a beautiful um, thing for our audience I, we, to hear. We always because doing, if you want, uh, like and as Frank Hearn and all upload, those guys say, if you want episode, more, just do so more. People already have, like, that's one way to go about it. Yeah, you can coming. Yeah, you and then, can do less, um, There's ways you can optimize certain things like you're doing. But in, when you're first starting, sometimes people get so caught up in the things that they're not ready for yet. Like, I want a short list and I want to do it the most efficient way possible, so I'm not going to start until it's perfect. And my right. suggestion is yeah. what you do and then start somewhere of work at it and then fine tune it and, and get more audiogram and, you know all that um, stuff later what is that mean? Um, is so that how like do you manage responding to those that? messages because to um, me i really like, struggle um, lately um, getting to my inboxes on facebook and linkedin yeah picture and <laughs> with and uh, i'll go back to your, a message um, until, like a week with the audio later and i hate to say it but i'm like oh man and i would always say to make time for this not everyone wants it but um i just responded to also 40 messages because not everyone can listen always uh, dating back to june 3rd so always do it like it with is. subtitles um yeah LinkedIn's, for sure linkedin's yeah because a lot of people listen shitty. about sound um, 
Yeah. Um, I, I just am yeah, upfront about sure. it. So I'll okay. go back on video. Cool. And then respond, what about like, hey, when it comes to so launching long. a podcast? Uh, Have you ever had it where, you know, you guys are, you and a client before, are building, building up a big excitement about so a launching crazy, a podcast? So and what are some ways somebody could create some excitement or hide it out about doing that? I'm going to get back to you on that I work with Six Weeks. So we start to, yeah, we start Six Weeks. And then in the third week, then you always need to record the trailer episode already and then like talk about it promote about it like make people excited ask what people uh want to hear your podcast and i just um yeah something like that actually yeah it's been like four months and they're like waiting for yeah ask for make them a part like what's your some people yeah maybe they're from your new podcast like well i can't believe took so long Can't yeah didn't all right respond. well do any of our live listeners sending, have any questions about podcasting about growing your podcast real connections and like finding no tell us a little bit yeah, about make mistakes. Um, when it comes to you can apologize you and being somebody who not usually my thing is a service provider um how have you gotten because i'm sure that this so it is what it is right our audience i think how have you um to screw up connected with your current you clients how did you go like about you starting your own you know you didn't you know this is still like you're still growing this you're still going and we didn't um, for like a week and you and went like, hey, from working for a week, completely you know, different like, right like in a they, different field and getting some training and courses and education and then going for your own business which is super inspiring nobody's and a lot of people want to do that but maybe they're scared or they don't know where to start or they don't know how to go find Look people, right? So how did you, you find say, well, your first like, clients? How did you start that whole this. process? And then you you know, uh, you look at the I think I started on Instagram, and of course, I started edit your social media, so I was connected with a lot of coaches as well. And that, like, now it turned out really well. Um, but yeah, I started with Instagram, and like, for podcast management, it's quite easy. Not, I don't want to say easy, but it's different if you're doing social media uh, manager because a lot of people are doing it. And with podcast management, it's too bad. There are not that many podcast managers, and there are from there you had podcast your, as managers. Uh, so I think when I like, started, I was always in the Facebook group, <laughs> you know, like, reaching out to uh, people. And when my Instagram, and it's oh, I still don't have that many followers, but not on my current clients, I met on Instagram. I'll download it. Yeah, like connecting with people. And then, I don't know, like my last client, but I had I'm launching her podcast next month. She like added me on Instagram so and we started DMing with each other and our voice memos. And yeah, um, yeah, then we went on a call. Yeah, so I, I didn't even know how it went, so but it went quite, I don't want to say easy. Everybody but, does. And yeah. Speaking of that, I love Instagram. I would also agree that that's one of the most popular ways that I connect with people. And but you know, anyways, Facebook. I found you. I went I into that found each last other night through and Instagram went to my and I was like, yeah, unread like, full podcast guests. They only scroll down so much. It's like, you know, it's yeah. unread and it's yeah. yeah. on the like, Facebook app. So I filtered it. I found Instagram messages from post, and like I never thought that I would build my business on Instagram. <laughs> That's so weird. So, I feel you on that. Yeah. And you can do it from Vietnam. Let's say somebody's doing this, and maybe they're a little nervous. Very and, cool. You know, so I think they that, don't have the. Um, uh, oh, actually, I know where I was going able with this. to just like let's say you, they want be, I ha- I be brave, connect with people, okay, that be authentic, cool, you know, but and I just you have a very positive 
bright attitude. But I don't want to spend any money on Instagram advertising because it's such a platform. And I also <laughs> don't really oh, you can show your personality. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, so, what is so I think what do you that's also that? really. Uh, really important if it comes on Instagram <laughs> yes. that people can relate that. with my life. There's no, relate, there's no but answer. They like, see, there's oh, no she has such a cool lifestyle. No, and uh, I don't know. I think that's something. Up, it, yeah, it connects, work or, don't. or that's what I feel. You know, always people DM me. I'm like, oh, God, I love the, your lifestyle. The, the <laughs> yeah. Right. It's cool. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, Valerie, what advice? Is there any final words of advice or wisdom you would give to somebody who's trying to find their clients right now or feeling overwhelmed maybe as a newer business owner that you'd want to share with them? Heard from Jube, uh, I would say this morning, start, like, I don't want to say slowly, you, but I just heard start from that. the beginning and yeah. have a um, good mindset because so that's something what with, I shifted um, like he three months ago and so many good things happened foster, from that point. So I would say start so connecting these, with people and like now virtual dinner. have a he's clear done, goal on who, who your target audience is, like who's your ideal client and don't do things which you don't like. Because that's what I did in the beginning. I was working with people I don't like and then I was like, that burns me out. And then I decided, no, I don't want, I only want to work with clients who I like, like that I can relate with life. them and um, yeah that worked out really well so I would say yeah just start yeah and like connect with people that's like the world I think the most important nothing's gonna fix it yeah everyone's gonna cool. find out I'm fraud awesome well Nothing's thank you so much for coming on the show and we're yeah, you're welcome right? so, like, find you you need to be able to uh, on Instagram I'm Valerie underscore virtual services okay so that's V-A-L-E-R-Y underscore virtual services yes one Yes. Uh, okay. Awesome. The, so we'll put cool, that in the like, show notes stuff, and I'm going to type it in our show notes as well. Um, the, and the work and the yes. Okay. What's your like, website? That's part of the um, Valerie Golly. G-O-L-L-E. So you don't want to do it, then just go get a job. Oops. Valerie. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So yes, I agree. And when you say, um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. And if you have any other you questions said for Valerie, I'm sure she'd be open to two days connecting with month. you guys <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yes. And what's in the cards for you today? What are you up to? I don't know what time it is. You can't it's afford nighttime. to have a bad yes. week as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So you can afford to have two days bad. a month, for example. But I'm over here. Oh, yeah. I didn't get an answer. I didn't get a response. I'm afraid to post all that stuff. Good night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You are Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Number two, and if you liked it and want to reserve your very you own separate. free sales be, audit, and, and go to so hayrow.com slash strategy call to book your very own free sales but audit. I do feel on the like call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, from their identity how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales, and improve your sales process so you can closing and converting a, more clients. I don't know. They act like I can't they wait to connect with you and me? go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day. There's a lot of just behavioral stuff between men and women. It's like men, generally speaking, are better at um, uh, breaking things into, like separating things from each other. 
So compartmentalizing, being like, oh, this is the box for this thing. This is the box for this thing. This is my like business box and my sports watching box. Like it, we, we can really separate a lot of the time. But what happens is when it comes to our emotions and our feelings and not like because we compartmentalize, we suppress it a lot of the time. And what happens as a result of that is that we make more irrational decisions on, at the face of just like, well, I don't care that's just how it's going to be because we don't actually incorporate all of the thoughts so it is good it is good to be able to compartmentalize well um but if you disregard the other pieces of that puzzle which men often do and i'm guilty of it sometimes more often until i started therapy like quite a bit more than before i started therapy um but if you you know if you let that control your actions you're going to make stupid decisions because i have to be right because this is the thing that goes in this box and like it doesn't always work <laughs> yeah okay really well said so transitioning a little bit what are you currently working on when it comes to your marketing so you're doing your direct messages um i also think last time we spoke when uh i was on your podcast you were mentioning you're really into youtube ads um, can you, we're not going to go into that today because we only have a couple more minutes and maybe we have you back sometime. Um, but can you tell us why you think that and, and a little bit more just also in general, what are you working on these days? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, um, our, so I've always been good at helping people, um, with their online presence. And I've always been, I've always gotten a lot of consulting and strategy work. So I'm actually in the process of kind of a relaunch, like the social media house brand, we're, we're kind of wrapping up. Um, it was primarily teaching small businesses about how to run their own Google ads, Facebook ads, and social media. Um, when COVID hit, I mean, we got absolutely decimated. Um, we lost every lead. We had a huge funnel of leads. They were gone. Um, most of the clients that we were doing marketing for had to pause because they were not essential businesses. And so, um, yeah, I'm kind of just restructuring my offerings in the last like two and a half months to be around the topic of helping people kind of get to where I have gotten from a consulting perspective. So I'm kind of starting in a lot of ways, starting fresh and building a new audience. I still have some of my email lists and some of my following around, um, strategy, but I am really starting from scratch. So I'm kind of doing all the stuff we're talking about. I'm booking meetings and booking discovery calls and finding partnership opportunities to create content. So I'm speaking at a lot of events. Uh oh, did I lose you? Oh, I think she got knocked out. I'll just keep talking for the continuity. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get on a bunch of people's podcasts. I'm finding small online events to speak at, to share my knowledge. And it's really just getting awareness and, and crossing over with people's attention and seeing where, you know, there, there's maybe someone in their following or their audience or someone I connect with that resonates with my message and my product. And um, really just trying to, trying to get it out there and, and let people know it exists. Uh, I tend to be on the soft selling side because people don't like to be sold to. They don't like to be pushed. They don't like you jamming a, a transaction down their throat, right? So I'm you know, building these relationships now that in maybe a month, two months, three months after connecting and after building content with them, you know, um, 
could could very well make some make some money from it but i think building uh digging the well before you're thirsty as they say like making those connections reaching out being helpful contributing to people's content um will make a really big difference uh down the road because that will start to generate um some conversions over time so um I, you know i think it's really important especially as you're getting started to remember that nobody owes you anything and the truth is same thing so think about the way that you would buy a product or a service right if you're not aware of the thing and until you need it you don't care about it so what makes you think people are going to care about you and what you have to offer until they need it or they feel that they need it and the only way that's going to happen is they they feel educated if they feel like they that you understand them that you make content that speaks to them that's how you warm people up right someone called you right now and said, hey, uh, I'm offering uh, this type of consulting or this type of coaching, or I'm gonna, I, can give, I can give you a pedicure. Like if, if you just got a pedicure or you don't care about your toes, then what does a pedicure mean to me? Um, so offering me the pedicure is kind of just like, why are, you, why are you trying to sell me this thing? I, don't, I didn't ask for it, I don't need it. And I, don't, I definitely don't care about you. So making sure that you deliver content to make a certain percentage of people really resonate with you, um and then from there you will get people that say hey now i trust you you've given me some great advice or some free information or some content um now you've got me thinking about this product or service that you're offering and i think i want to do it so you really have to start building that early on most people won't make purchases from people within the first four to six touch points like connecting in the facebook group or seeing your video and following you seeing your posts for you know weeks or months at a time to like slowly warm up to the idea and then reach out like i get a ton of people that have been following my content for years um who said hey you now i'm finally launching this project or i'm finally ready to get moving with this thing i want your advice now these are people that have literally followed me online for three four years um who are net just now coming and becoming clients so you never know when people are ready but being able to be uh providing them with content and providing them with help and guidance and making you the trusted source for the thing that you you make content about is a really great way for to play the long game and to get people on your side when they're ready you want them to only think of you um, but you can't force it if people aren't in the the headspace for it if they're not in the mood if they don't need it or feel like they need it right now um, you're not going to get the transaction anyway so don't push just uh just take it slow and um, make awesome content Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.
So, um, I, you know, I think it's really important, especially as you're getting started, to remember that nobody owes you anything. And the truth is, same thing. So think about the way that you would buy a product or a service, right? If you're not aware of the thing, and until you need it, you don't care about it. So what makes you think people are going to care about you and what you have to offer until they need it or they feel that they need it? And the only way that's going to happen is if they feel educated, if they feel like they, that you understand them, that you make content that speaks to them. That's how you warm people up, right? If someone called you right now and said, hey, uh, I'm offering uh, this type of consulting or this type of coaching or I'm gonna, I, can give, I can give you a pedicure. Like if, if you just got a pedicure or you don't care about your toes, then what does a pedicure mean to me? Um, so offering me the pedicure is kind of just like, why are, you, why are you trying to sell me this thing? I don't, I didn't ask for it. I don't need it. And I don't, I definitely don't care about you. So making sure that you deliver content to make a certain percentage of people really resonate with you. Um, and then from there, you will get people that say, hey, now I trust you. You've given me some great advice or some free information or some content. Um, now you've got me thinking about this product or service that you're offering, and I think I want to do it. So you really have to start building that early on. Most people won't make purchases from people within the first four to six touch points, like connecting in the Facebook group or seeing your video and following you, seeing your posts for you know weeks or months at a time to like slowly warm up to the idea and then reach out. Like I get a ton of people that have been following my content for years. Um, who said, hey, you know, I'm finally launching this project or I'm finally ready to get moving with this thing. I want your advice now. These are people that have literally followed me online for three, four years um, who are net just now coming and becoming clients. So you never know when people are ready, but being able to be uh, providing them with content and providing them with help and guidance and making you the trusted source for the thing that you you make content about is a really great way for to play the long game and to get people on your side when they're ready you want them to only think of you um, but you can't force it if people aren't in the the headspace for it if they're not in the mood if they don't need it or feel like they need it right now um, you're not going to get the transaction anyway so don't push just uh just take it slow and um make awesome content